Hello, I'm Steve, the retired criminal investigator with the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, the Federal Law Enforcement Agency of the United States Air Force. I'm Hannah, the amateur true crime enthusiast. I've been fascinated with my dad's job, and I love starting conversations with him to learn more. Join us each week as we share these conversations with you and discuss a real criminal case that piques our interest. Hello. Welcome back, archivists. Hey, what's up? I have another, apparently, you said, well-known case, but I had never heard of this case before. Yeah, I, it, I think it's it's well-known. It's not quite as Hollywood, though, but you know how I feel about what we do, what we don't do. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd never heard of it, so I guess I have to stop assuming just because I've never heard of something doesn't mean it wasn't, like, super big. Uh, today we are talking about the murders of Michael and Alex Smith, better known as the the name you'd probably recognize is their mother's name, Susan Smith. Yeah, everybody's gonna know because it was she was on the cover of Time and and you know um, you know oh my God how like the community rallied behind her how could she kill her kids by drowning yeah, them in a lake you know twenty something years later they're still reporting stu- like yeah. she's still in in the news. Literally yeah. just days ago over something stupid and trivial. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, also, I mean, the community rallied around her before they knew that she killed them also. Right. Like, so her. That's her, why they were so mad because everyone was right. like. Her and her husband did this um, this this big press conference and, and uh, you know, if you had my no kids, and, you know, please bring my kids back and that that kind of thing. Yeah, it was the fakest thing I've ever seen. There was no tears whatsoever. Okay, so if you don't know about this case, we're going to talk about it. Susan Smith was originally born Susan Vaughn in 1971. Now, she had a pretty unstable childhood. Her father uh, killed himself when she was six years old. Uh, She tried to kill herself when she was 13. And then her mother remarried, and she would end up being uh, sexually assaulted by her stepfather and allegedly he would even go on to testify they were continuing to have like a sexual relationship just months before the murders so like she was seeing her ex step uh, stepfather still real weird yeah it's weird yeah uh susan and david smith who was her husband that you just mentioned they uh actually met in high school they didn't really know each other very well in high school it was just like a passing they just went to the same high school Uh they ended up actually like really meeting and hanging out when they both worked at the same grocery store Mm -hmm. they got pregnant pretty fast and then got married so at the time we're in 1994 they are actually um separated and starting to go through a divorce so Mm -hmm. she's They're doing their own thing. And he had moved out and they were, you know, sharing custody, going back and forth with the kids. Tuesday, October 25th, 1994. We're in Union, South Carolina, by the Mm -hmm. way. Uh, So Michael is three three years old and their other son, Alex, is 14 months old. Mm -hmm. So babies. Susan frantically runs to a house and, you know, is banging on the door, begging them to call 911. She's frantic, screaming her story that someone had... Uh, car hijacked her car, carjacked, and taken her kids. So this couple, so she's frantically, you know, telling them her story that her kids have just been taken. She's crying, freaking out. So this couple calls the police. So police arrive within minutes of this phone call. She said uh, they came really, really fast. 
She tells police that she had been stopped at a red light when a black man jumped into her car and put a gun to her and ordered her to mm-hmm. drive off. So she ends up driving down this like secluded road and he forces her out of the car. She apparently asks him, you know, can I get my children real quick? And he says, no, no, no. Get out of the car, pushes her out of the car and then he drives off. And that's when she immediately is like, oh, my God, and runs to the nearest house. And that's where she Mm -hmm. that's where they are at this time. Like you said, this case, you know, when this happened, it got the attention of everyone. Everyone in the community was super aware of what was going on. These, were, I mean, two children had just been taken. Yeah, so they immediately... a black man in the community. My yeah. goodness, we're looking for a black man now. Yeah. You know? And this is in South Carolina, so... Yeah. I mean, if if that was today, whoo, she'd have been persecuted even more. Yeah. I mean, she... Well, she I cringed her, yeah. when she said... When yeah. they said it, when they, like, showed like, the description. Is, they had a whole composite This is sketch. the bullshit that, they're all, that everybody's fed up with, you know? And this is back in... You know, this is almost 30 years ago... Yeah. You know, a black man took my kids, carjacked me. Well, I think it's even it's the problem is, is that she was she was truly faking it. She was yeah. truly she was. That's what I'm saying. She made up yeah. a, the, uh, the story. She was being in that yeah. moment, you mm-hmm. know, and okay. this was it's in the South. She's a white woman in the South. So, yeah, yeah it, I was surprised that no one said anything in the little quick documentary that I watched. Mm-hmm. But I when she, when they said that, I was like, oh, that's not good. All right. So. She can you imagine the person the door that she knocked on? Yeah, freaking okay, out. Okay, so that person calls nine one one probably. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the investigation. All right, cool. She tells. Too bad we didn't have an investigator that could help. Oh no, my god. What? No, I'm being funny. Go ahead. Oh, I didn't get it. So she obviously tells the police her story. Uh, first of all, okay, mm-hmm. that story that I just said. David and her both take polygraph tests. David passes his polygraph test and mm-hmm. he is immediately ruled out. Susan takes three polygraphs and we'll find out over the course that she's going to actually fail all three of those polygraphs. So obviously she goes and gets her estranged husband too and says, hey, someone took the kids. So now he's... He's called, yeah. So now he's like he's left, he's divorced. Okay, but no, he's he's going to go stand next to her as the parent as the father of these children. So that's kind of a story. That's the backdrop that I remember. And that's why he got praised. Yes. You know, they actually for, moved back in together. Yeah. With they said, okay, mom. let's, let's, let's mm-hmm. make this happen. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll get to the part about the, the news conference and stuff. So, yeah. okay. So obviously when they're questioning them, yeah. Hey, well, let's rule you guys out. And mm-hmm. dad says, you know, that the kid says, yeah, sure. I'll give me a polygraph. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even around, you know? Yeah. Well, and what we'll end up finding out is that police did not actually believe her story from the start. From the start? Okay, all right. So they, going, yeah. they're they going to, through this investigation, they're, and it was roughly about like nine days that this was happening between when the kids went missing and yeah. then when she's going to confess. Police don't believe her, but they're going to pretend like they do because they're watching her. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go down, like they're going to release that composite sketch. They're going to search all the areas. It was a massive hunt. There mm-hmm. was... For the kids, there was, they had the, what is it, an APB? Is that what it is? All, yeah. M- all points bulletin. Yeah, is that APB what it's called? looking for. For the car. For her car the country. driven by a black man. Mm-hmm. They had the composite put out and everything. Yeah. You know, so to keep in mind, I think I might have talked about this before. The reason why it's egregious making up, why it's aggravating circumstances is because you're, 
taking resources. Like they, mm-hmm. they're, she knows. Well, we'll tell them in a minute. But she knows that her kids are, are dead at this point. And the whole community, the police department, the fire department, all the resources. We'll talk about it. it they're they're brought to bear on this case. And that's just, you know, that takes away from the community, from other, uh, so it's just an aggravating circumstance, you know. Well, do you think if they didn't believe her from the start, maybe they could have pushed her sooner and not done all of these searches? Well, they That still, was a choice that well, they made. no, they may not necessarily know that the children were dead already. Uh, we're kind of, I'm kind of getting But they could again. have pushed no, her right, harder. That, yeah. Okay, well, let's get there. So, Do you not wh- think so? Like, that was a choice that they made to, yeah, to yeah, push not, all of their resources onto this. Right, but they're looking for the kids, too. Yes. So. That was yeah. dire. Because what is it? How how long is it usually when someone goes missing? Yeah, I, I don't. Is it like 48 hours, 24 hours? Yeah, that's something like that. And But the difference would be, if they got her to admit it up front that the kids are already dead, well, then it's a recovery mission versus a, you know, a rescue. You know what I mean? So it might be different, right. you know, that that kind of thing. I just mean like you if know, they yeah. already didn't believe her, they made the choice to push the resources yeah. instead of push her. Mm-hmm. But it's a good point. Because the question that she failed on the polygraphs okay. was, uh, do you know where your children are? Yeah, that I remember this question. now. I remember this. Mm-hmm. And I remember this. And this is the media latched onto this, um, you know. And so that's the thing, right? It's not whether what happened to your children. It was, it was do you know where your children are at, right? right. That's a great question mm-hmm. by the polygraph examiner, right? That's a great question. She probably would have failed, do you know what happened to your children too? Right. But do you know where your children are? So they're skipping ahead. They need to know where the, where the kids are, right? Right. So why ask two questions? Do you know what happened to your kids? Do you know where they're at? Just jump right to, do you know where they're at? That was a great question. that's the most important one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so she failed. That's the one question she kept failing, on, failing yep. right? Okay. So the intersection that she So was- now, okay, so real quick, I'll let you. So now they're convinced that- she knows something. They don't know what happened. They don't know if her hand was involved in this. Mm-hmm. They know she knows where her kids are at. Th- or she's at least being deceptive, deceptive. right? Because it's a tool. The polygraph is a right. tool to show deception. But, but about what? About mm-hmm. where her kids are. Right. Is she faking this and her kids are in a hotel room? Is right. she? Did she pay someone to help her out with this? You know, there's a lot of different scenarios. We're not really at she killed her kids yet. Right. But she knows something. Right. David actually, so he was interviewed in this documentary that I was watching. Yeah. He actually said that he was talking her through how to control her breathing because he 100% believed that she was telling the truth. Sure. And so in his mind, you know, polygraphs, we all know this. You can easily, a lot of people easily fail them just because they're nervous because it tests uh, certain things. Yeah. you there's Not because you're nervous. They, they do that. There's... But there is a, yeah. th- your heart rate, your breathing. You yeah. can. There is a way to like you know pass it. Even well, though that helps. Lying. That helps so, the examiner. But right, we could talk about this for days. You're right. But a lot of people get tripped up in polygraph because right. they just have a guilty conscience. Right. And they so David they add shit that you shouldn't add. Right. So in David's mind, he was like, "Let's pass this so they can move on from us and they can yeah, find yeah, no, our children." That's not crazy. So he talked. He talked about how he was like, you know, like let's work on your breathing. You know, make sure you're calm and mm-hmm. you're not stressed out because he was worried that she would fail just because mm-hmm. of how like worked up she was. You yeah, know. Yeah. So he honestly, he's but the like, examiners they 
right. know how to adjust for that too. Okay. Right. So this happened right away, the polygraph exam. Yeah. Okay. They, he, he also, David went on to say that they just kept talking to her. They kept interviewing her, kept bringing her in, kept talking to her. Yeah. She changed her story multiple times. Yeah. So, this, this was, the media got a hold of this right away. So people, when was the press conference in relation to this? I didn't get a specific date, but they, it was, so it was after the spokesperson. Yeah. So I'm going to get to that and then we'll. Okay. Cause, the spokesperson. because it, it happened fast, right? Cause when they did multiple press right, conferences so though. They did together side by side. They did like press conference, teared up, help me mm-hmm. find my kids, uh, that, that thing. And, and then they immediately changed then, and had the spokesperson. Right. And, but, but the community rallied behind mm-hmm. them and, oh, go, you know, let's find their kids. And then all of a sudden the media latched on to the fact that she wasn't passing her polygraph and they knew something. So now they're like, oh, my God, this is emotional. We, we love her. We hate her type of thing. Yeah, it was crazy. I remember specifically. So, yeah, she did. A, they did quite a few interviews. They were going on like a media tour of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, Kinda after like a few Ramsey's. days of that. <laughs> if you don't want to talk Another about those case cases, do. yeah, go ahead. don't bring it up yeah, because go I want to. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so after a few days of of going on this media tour, they have her cousin come out and be the spokesperson, and yeah. the cousin, you know, makes a statement for them. And David, he talks about he didn't necessarily want to do that, but he understood like how stressful it was for her. Yeah. There's media, and that's how the cousin portrays it. The cousin's mm-hmm. like, you know, they're going through a lot right now. You guys are a lot, is what she says. She goes, "This is a lot for yeah. anyone." They're like, "We're trying to find." No, I, I get it. That's not un- uncommon. So, all right. So, because the media even asked her. Okay, so back I was going to talk about. Yeah, you know, I was going to talk about the light, the stoplight. Okay. So do you, maybe you'll remember this, the intersection that she was that she said this happened, this occurred, that specific stoplight actually does not ever turn red unless there's another car at that other, the other side to turn Mm -hmm. or go straight or whatever, right? So when she originally tells this story, the detective says, tell me about the other car. And she says, "What? there was no other car. They were great investigators, yeah. Yeah. She says there was no other car. He says, uh, there was, are you sure there was no other car? And of course he doesn't tell her, they don't tell her Great this piece of information for a while. Yeah. So she says, no, she insists there was no other car, no witnesses. Cause even at first, when I first heard this and I heard what she's, cause remember, I've never heard this story before. When I first heard her story in my head, I was like, how in the world were you at any intersection? And there was no witness anywhere. Yeah. I, like how small of a town is it that there was not a single person anywhere at an intersection? So that even made no sense to me, regardless of the light not be turning red or not. Like that's weird to me, right? Yeah. It, and also like just great questioning, great background. I mean, you could have went in and said, so tell me what happened when you get to the red light, mm-hmm. right? But instead they say, they already know. They said, tell me about the other car at the intersection, right? Right. So because now she, she has said to, it was a red light. Now she has to answer that question you know, directly, well, there was no car, immediately that investigator knows that's not that's not correct. Right. So now he can drill down on that and, and, and go right to it. But he didn't. They waited. They held mm-hmm. on to that. They didn't yeah, tell they, her. Yeah, this is a great investigation. I remember this now. They wanted to, they were watching her and they were watching how she was reacting in the media, how she was acting. You know, a lot of them said yeah. there were no tears. She was crying, but there was no tears coming out of her. Yeah, that's a slippery slope only because people grieve differently. Pe- yeah, you know? I know. But they already at this point, and the media doesn't know this yet, but they already at this point not believe in her and they know that or they believe 
that she knows where her kids are right now, and that's right. what they need to get to. So they're watching all these press conferences. Does she slip up? Does she say anything? Mm-hmm. And then they're going to call her right back in and, and question her on those kind of things. Those, and um, by the way, they've all described her as such an amazing mom at this point too. The whole, the whole family, yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah, friends, course. family, everyone has described her as an amazing mom. Yeah. One of the things they paid attention to is uh, they were doing a interview. She was doing an interview with someone. She was calm, cool, collected. David walks in and she broke down and was like fell into his arms, was crying. The minute he walked out, she was fine. So they're noticing things like this. Yeah, right? they're, they're paying attention. Up, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, this is one of those long game things in hopes to get the kids alive. Right. Okay. Or, but with the idea of, get you know, let's take a breather here for a second, but we need to quickly get to whether she's telling the truth because we need to find these kids. Right. You know? they change. She changes her story multiple times also. I mentioned that. So she says that, well, at one point she says she was on her way to see a friend. Yeah. That's why she was driving that way and she was not even a mile away from her friend at that mm-hmm. uh, intersection. However, when spoken to that friend wasn't even home he had no idea she was on her way over yeah so he wasn't even home then she says that she had been at walmart but again this is a small town and there's nothing to say that she ever had been at walmart that night or that's where she was coming from or going to or anything either they finally bring her in again and this is when they confront her now this is a week they've been missing right And it's, this has been in. the news cycle for a week, too, by the way. Right. All over the country, not yeah, just yeah. in this yeah. small town of yeah. Union, South Carolina. Right. So they finally confront her with the stoplight, that intersection. He said to her, is it possible that this happened somewhere else? Are you just, you know, with the stress of everything, are you forgetting that this was actually somewhere else? Because what you're telling me cannot be true. So then she ends up changing her story again at when she's confronted with this and says, oh, no, no, I was somewhere else 13 miles away. So she's still changing did her story. Did she say 13 miles or did the, the, the location, location she, she gave? The location she gave was okay. 13 miles All away, right. yeah. And the police are just going right along with it. Yeah. If they force her too hard and then she lawyers up, right, then they really are on their own finding these kids. So that's kind of right. what's going on in, their, in the back of their mind too, you know? So in the situation, we got lucky and she did not lawyer up. She yeah. does end up finally after being confronted with all the holes in her story. She does confess to having driven her car into the John D. Long Lake. Lake, yeah. And she confesses that the boys were in their car seats. They were in the car. So they go and look. Now they had originally searched this lake. The problem was... They searched it, I think, like 30 feet. The car was actually like 120 feet farther down Mm -hmm. in. So they hadn't gone far enough in when they first searched this lake Mm -hmm. originally. Did did she tell them how she got out of the car and all that kind of stuff? Or she put a brick on the gas pedal? What, What happened? Yeah, she so originally her defense was going to say that it she was planning on killing herself with the boys and the th- yeah. she was killing all of them and at the last second she got out of the car and it continued to roll into hmm. the the thing. So that's what she says is that it that's essentially the story she gives is that she just got out and it rolled into the lake. But I'll get there in a second. They do a uh What's it called? A reenactment. They Mm -hmm. found the same exact car, make, model, color, and everything, and tested rolling it in with, like, 
they unreleased the parking brake because she said she had the parking brake on and then unreleased, like released it and it went. They do the same thing. It takes six minutes for that car to sink all the way down. She stood oh, there for Jesus. six minutes. Yeah. So that's terrible. And then that's another they didn't drown right away. So, oh, geez. oh, they also when they did that reenactment, they had a camera in the back seat. What would have been uh, the view? Yeah, it was awful, awful to watch as a mm-hmm. mom. Isn't that more aggravating circumstances? Yeah, yeah it's it's because she stood there for six minutes. It's intent. It's uh, you know, probably I don't know, you know, the premeditation. Or she had time to call nine one one. She had time yeah. to to stop it, maybe rescue the kids, do something about it. That's that's the story they're telling. Yeah, now by by doing that reenactment. So she confessed. This cop kind of pushed her, and then she says, "Okay, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. I I drove the the, the car, and, and and that's where the kids are at now." Yep. Okay. And they went and found the car and everything, right? Yep. Yeah. And so the day after finding the car, they hold a press conference to say that she was arrested and charged in connection with the murders. Mm-hmm. And uh, the I saw, I watched the v- footage of that. The crowd like gasped. Everyone was in mm-hmm. shock and angry. It was so they were insane. duped by her. Yeah. It was crazy. Now her husband's getting shit for standing by her side. Uh, no, it seemed like. Every they cleared his name and he everyone yeah. understood yeah, that he was also it seemed very much like he was fine. Mm-hmm. They stood by him. They there's footage of everything. They televised the funerals. They had uh what seemed like an open casket situation. Don't know. I that's what they said. I was yeah. like, that can't be true, but they had like a whole service mm-hmm. and the town went in and the it shows like the footage. Yeah, he was walking through the crowd, like crying. People were like touching him, like you know, patting his shoulder and stuff. It was really sad. So it mm. seemed like they rallied behind him. I, well, the police probably publicly said he is not involved. He, yeah, he had nothing to do. He was not aware of this mm-hmm. because remember they're watching all the press conferences. They're watching all this and they see the difference when she he was around and everything. So yeah. they probably they were a hundred percent confident. So they probably made that point known to the yeah. media Let's say he has probably yeah to do with it yeah this is going to be a death penalty case originally they yeah. want to seek the death penalty for this and david is actually on board and his family he's like yes i want the death penalty for yeah his kids are gone yeah, yeah of course at the same time this is happening the oj trial is also going on and yeah. this trial was going to be televised also mm-hmm. um so the prosecution and the the defense requested there not be cameras in this courtroom because so like at the same time oj the oj trial is being televised so everyone is aware of what's going on in that trial and that's you know one of the first big ones that's televised so they were like we do not want cameras in our courtroom because they thought it was going to negatively or like bias the witnesses that were testifying because they were going to know that they were on tv so this was before it was super common for trials to be televised, right? Oh, yeah. The court TV just took off after this point, you know? Yeah. So the judge did rule that no cameras were allowed in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. After right. that, they brought that up. The defense is going to argue that Susan was deeply trou- troubled and had severe depression. You know, they're going to reference her childhood. That's why I mentioned that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring her stepfather up on the... Uh, witness or the i think the prosecution brings him up they bring him up to testify remember i said she was still having relationship with relations with him up like two months prior to this happening and what does that do for the prosecutor 
for the defense. Oh. The, so he comes up and he does say that he takes he feels somewhat responsible. <laughs> he asks them to spare her life because he feels somewhat responsible for the abuse that he caused her. So he he's admitting to this on the stand. Oh, he admits that he sexually assaulted her when he she was a, a teenager. But he says her and her mother never pressed charges. Well, and statute and then, of limitations probably was gone too. Maybe I don't know. And then he claims that they continued a consensual relationship again up until two months before this happened. However, <laughs> she was groomed. Like she, yeah, that's what that is. Okay, but what does this have to do? So the prosecutor attacked that attacked that testimony then, or that or. Because you said the defense brought him in, right? Yeah, the defense. Sorry, well, that's the, all I did meant. Did the prosecutor attack that then and say, whatever, it doesn't mean you can kill your two kids? Yeah, they they talk about uh, her motive is what they're going to mostly focus on, which is another man. Was what? Okay. Yeah, so she was dating this pretty wealthy man, and he had actually just broken up with her. Now everybody knows why the husband was leaving her. They yeah. so they had he admitted they had multiple yeah. before their second son. Their second son was um a surprise. Yeah. They were already in like a bad part of their marriage, but then mm-hmm. they tried to make it work even more. But yeah. yeah, they both had been cheating on each other, he okay. admitted to. So So she was in a relationship? Yeah, and this man had just recently broken up with her and in the letter that he wrote to her said he did not want kids. Mm-hmm. So the state is going, the prosecution is going with, she was getting rid of her old life. Also, in the yeah. car, when they end up finding the car, that not only, you know, the children, all of the stuff that had to do with her marriage to David, yeah. do you remember I this? I remember this now. Uh, yeah, photo I remember albums. this defense, or this, this pro- the, pro- the, the motive. Yeah. yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, she tried to get rid of it all. Yeah. She was essentially trying to Clean get her. rid of her previous yeah, life. Yeah, I, rem- I remember this what they now, said. yeah. Yeah, I remember it was. Yeah. So she was that's what they said that she was trying to walk away from all of this so that this man would take her take her mm-hmm. back, essentially, if she, you know, she didn't have children, didn't have anything that had to do with David. Uh, I think they said aside from putting David in the car, too, she mm-hmm. was literally getting rid of everything. Mm-hmm. In so. You know, part of her defense in 2015, she ends up saying uh, she like writes a letter to one of the place, one of the the article places, news newspapers. Jeez, I can't talk. <laughs> she, I quote, she says, something went very wrong that night. I was not myself. There was no motive as it was not even pl- a planned event. I was not in my right mind playing to her, you know, her childhood, her depressive state. So, you know, mm-hmm. the state is going to say this is her motive. But her defense is, there was no motive. This wasn't planned. This happened. But I'm like, how can you say this wasn't planned if you had literally all of those photo albums, everything from your previous years? Yeah, that makes I no remember sense. That. Right? Because that, that contradicts her her statements. What was confusing about this trial? So this trial was for sentencing. It wasn't for a guilty or not guilty, right? Because she confessed. But she never ent- entered like an actual verdict. Or an actual, like, plea. Plea. So this trial was actually really just like a sentencing trial because she had already confessed. Yeah. So... Well, she pled guilty. She didn't enter an official plea. They had to enter it for her because she Mm. stayed... When they asked her, she didn't respond, so Mm. they entered it for her. Who? The state. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, they do the reenactment. The reason they did this reenactment was for the sentencing they wanted yeah. you know they're pushing for so they show Definitely, the car yeah. rolling down into the lake 
And on July 22nd, 1995, a jury 12 to 0 decides after two and a half hours against the death penalty. So July 22nd, 1995, a jury 12 to 0 decides after two and a half hours against the death penalty. Mm -hmm. David is disappointed, Mm -hmm. he says, obviously. Had she been given the death penalty, she would have been the first woman in the state to be executed in just about 40 years, Mm -hmm. someone on the documentary Mm -hmm. said. So she gets life in prison, and she's eligible for parole November of 2024. Yeah, like in two years. Yep. How many years is that? That's almost 30 years, 29 years. Am I going to be 30 in two years? You know, so this is, was this 95? So yeah, 27, 29 29. years. 29 years. That's parole. That's eligible for parole. Doesn't she's, mean she'll get it. She's got to go through parole. This yeah. is, they, this is pretty egregious. So, well, you want to know why I doubt she'll get paroled? Why? She's been disciplined multiple times over the last twenty-seven years. Twenty—it's been twenty-seven, uh, ninety-five. Yeah, twenty-seven yeah. years. I'm twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's been d- disciplined multiple times. She's had twice a sexual relationship with a prison guard. Mm. They both were fired. She had to be transferred to a different prison. Mm -hmm. And now whenever she's transported anywhere, if there's a male guard, there has to be a female guard with her as well. How does that even happen? I don't know how it happens, but she's had, she has drug charges. Where do you, how do you, I don't understand. Obviously she's wrong with our prison. She's adapted to prison life just fine. Right. Right. So the thing is too, you have to express remorse for mm-hmm. what you did mm-hmm. to the parole board. It just looks like she's like having fun. All right, I'm in prison. Like has she has she done a show where she said did they interview her for the documentary whether she says she's I'm not so sorry. Yeah, okay. I'm so sorry. So she has to go to the parole board and say I'm so sorry. I I didn't, you know, I, I I'm, you know, I I don't think she's going to get out I in don't a couple think so of years. Either. Yeah. So a couple of her former cellmates mm-hmm. that have gotten out of prison, they've gone on to do interviews mm-hmm. and they've described her as just living. She's yeah. just like a shell of a person. Yeah, she has no Yeah. She has their pictures and she, you know, mm. she continues to say that it wasn't it was an accident. It it was terrible. Like all these. Yeah, things. that's not going to get her on parole. You have to express yeah. remorse and be sorry for what you did. So she's not yeah. going anywhere. They describe. I don't think. Yeah, no, no, no. They describe it. Also, so she, I, t- I mentioned that she had been in the news just a couple days ago, mm-hmm. which is probably how I, f- I saw this case in the first place. I don't know how, but last year, I don't know why, but last year, some news places, news stations mm-hmm. were reporting that she had a new boyfriend that she was corresponding with. Yeah, she's with. corresponding with them. And, and, and she's talking about, talking about when, married, I when I get out. When I get out and stuff. Yeah, whatever. You know. Well, so now the latest thing that just came out a couple of days ago is that one of her family members said, oh, no, no, she's she's done with him. They're not together anymore. Mm. I'm like, why is this newsworthy? Mm. Why? Why? Why are we... What happened to the ex-husband? Did you, the dad? Did he go on to have kids or anything? Get married? He did. He remarried. He has uh, two children, a son and a daughter. Mm-hmm. He said they know. He was oh, it was so sad. He was like crying while he was talking about. It. They showed pictures of them. Beautiful family. Uh, he said they know about you know Alex and Michael and everything that happened. Mm-hmm. So freaking sad. The lake that she rolled her car into became a bit famous after this mm-hmm. and it attracted a lot of tourists a lot of people wanting to go pay respects this is they set this up in our community you know this is how this happens all the the right. killing houses become you know tourist places it's really weird yeah weird uh but they set up a memorial for these mm-hmm. two children it's this big like 
mm-hmm. more. It's it's nice. Yeah. And I think it's nice that people wanted to pay their respects. However, in 1996, seven people, including four children, actually drowned in that lake while they were stopping to look at the memorial. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What lake is it again? John D. Long Lake in Union, South Carolina. Are you looking it up? You can find it. I want to see, yeah, the picture of the memorial, whatever. It's like a... You remember in Okinawa how at like the start of all the beaches they had those yeah, like it's, it's boards. Yeah, it's a man-made thing. Yeah. Yeah, they had um, the boards that had signs and stuff. It literally looks just like that. It just has the big picture of the two boys and then like a bunch of flowers and stuff. But yeah, that's that's ridiculously sad. Uh, oh yeah, death returns to the long. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, nineteen ninety-six. How did they? Okay, anyway. I don't understand how they drowned either. Seven people, including four kids. So yeah, that's just that's about it. It ended, you know, ends with a David remarried and he has a family. He okay, has two good. children. All right. Well, there you go. Yep. That's all I have. Do you have anything to add? Nope. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening this week. Uh, as always, you can find us on Instagram at True Crime Archives Podcast. We are at Twitter on Twitter at TC Archives Pod. You can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast if you would like. Tell us mm-hmm. what you are enjoying about listening to us. And as a friendly reminder, friendly reminder, because I don't think I've said this in a while, we do accept suggestions, you know, for cases mm-hmm. that you guys want to hear uh, with just a friendly reminder that we try to stay away from well-known cases. The Hollywood stuff. Yeah. Again, these last two weeks, I just, I'd never no, heard that's them. Fine. Okay. But so, yeah always open to suggestions and we will talk to you guys next week later bye